You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. We know what it's. Uh, it's still Christmas. We just recorded our True Grit cast, yep. which you can get on our forums. By the time you hear this, uh, register for our forums. Um, you'll see a bonus content forum, and you can download the link directly there. It's just for the listeners who are on the forums. For us, it's our little Christmas gift to you. The rest of you are locked out. Locked out. Um, if you don't care enough to spend thirty seconds register, then piss off. Yep. Uh, we. You know, it's the end of the year, and uh, we start thinking about uh, reviewing uh, where we're at in the stream of time, things we want to do for next year, and it's been almost a whole year since we talked about the State of the Geek. Almost. That was episode one of Blue Yonder, and we decided that we were going to have a State of the Geek periodically, and we originally decided to do that like before the PAXs, like on PAX Eve. But we don't have that much to talk about, geeks, and also it's kind of like a weird time because like March and middle of September, end of August, so we're going to decide to move it to the end of each year. Jim and I and uh, Peter. Jim and I. Jim and I. Jim and I's twin will give the state of the geek, and we're going to do that tonight, uh, talk about some New Year's resolutions and bag on uh, personal arrogance. Kind of disappointed in our adversaries. They're just... They're just rolling over rolling onto their over. back and showing us their belly. Rolling over describes that very, very accurately. Using their... T- yeah, they are rolling over just like the USS Arizona. No, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Get out of town with that. They they're, use that one. They're trapping all their listeners in, a steel be- in their steel belly as they, they go down, burbling, gurgling, drowning <laughs> them all. It's a shame, really. I expected uh, better. Man. I expected better from I expected a podcast better from with... you not to recycle their <laughs> jokes, man. I'm going further. Further. Uh, okay, I see. No, I expected better from a podcast with a misspelled so you're like, arrogance. You're like Lenny name. Bruce. You're just taking it for the shock value. Yeah. Right? You just yeah. go further than everyone and you think, okay, well, it's mine now. I guess. I don't no know. No one else Lenny, can. Who is Lenny Bruce? Lenny Bruce? Yeah. Uh, he's the comic who just talked about horribly offensive things in like 1950s or 60s. Oh. Well, yeah, when it was uh, totally taboo. Man, I'm the old one, Jim. Come on. Hey, you can't be, just, you can't be busting man, out 40-year-old cultural to, references. I listen to R.E.M. What do you want? I guess. <laughs> they're, old, they're, they're old, dude. Oh, and that clanking, uh, jingling you hear is us drinking whiskey with uh, handgun ice cubes. Yeah, these are pretty sweet. Awesome. My uh, former roommate got these as a housewarming present, um, and they're sweet. They look just like Beretta's. Yeah. And they're clinking. They make me feel like James Bond here. I'm drinking out of a Jack Daniels glass. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so why don't we get into some sort of topic? I have some State things to talk about up front. No, 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 no. No, whoa. Before State uh, of the Geek? Yeah, I have something that annoyed me the other day. Okay. That uh, I want to talk about because Chrome, the browser, mm-hmm. now has its own store. Okay. I did not know this or care. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of my point. Why does everything need to have a store? If it has... What does your browser need to have 
applications and games and extensions in a store for. Well, isn't this because the Chrome OS was coming out and they just released? It is, the but it's largely it's largely DOA. Like there, I've I've read many many places where Chrome OS is basically DOA because of Android. Well, I don't know. I mean, they've so basically people have called this Google initiative DOA um, when. Really, the hardware just got launched as beta into technical review like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, you don't know because up until Google Wave, I would say that everything that Google did has turned to gold. Sure. But, you know, I don't know that the Android is a great laptop operating system. Sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I, the thing is, is it needs its own store if they're going to go big. And also, I'm, I guess I'm curious. Is but that but it it's doesn't... not for Chrome OS. It's for the Chrome browser. Are you sure? Specific... Yes, It's not going to be part of the Chrome yes. OS thing? I mean, too? maybe they'll shocked. morph it into that. But right now, it is just the Chrome browser. The reason you'd want to play browser, uh, browser games and browser applications if you had Chrome OS and you didn't have any way to download anything else and everything ran under Chrome. Sure, sure. I mean, and maybe, I'm just, like, it's, maybe it's a ramp up to that. It's but... not taking away any choice and it's not in your face. So, like, why do you care? Because, like, for one, a big problem is decentralization of all my stuff. Like, I don't want to have 60 different services that I have stuff on. That's a problem but with me. do you me. really want one? I mean, you're already kind of there with Steam. You were talking the other day. You got thousands of dollars of bucks in Steam, and if that goes under, but, you But here's just... the thing. If there were 16 different Steams, and I had 16 different ways to get those games, and if those places went under, I still lost my games? Like, it's, it's not the same problem. One huh. problem is... The decentralization and having to use all these different services. The other problem is if these services go out of business, I'm losing those things that I paid for. Mm. It, it's not the fact that I'm losing everything. It's the fact that I'm losing what I paid for. Okay. You know what I mean? Then I guess I just don't get – I mean, to me, having – it's a choice, and I can choose not to use it. Or if I get a Chrome laptop, maybe I'll think that's, like, indispensable. Because I quite enjoyed the uh, Android store. Okay. The Droid store when sure. I had a Droid yeah. for like two weeks for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a beats the hell out of the BlackBerry app. Uh, you know they call it App World. It's just a piece of shit. God, I don't know. I, I just can't bring myself to use twenty different services to get the programs that I need. But I'd rather go on the internet. You're and not. Try how to many? Find them. How many freaking places do you use? You use Steam. I use, you Steam. use the Apple Store. I use the Apple I'm Store, um, which is the, also the iTunes Store for right. music. I use the Amazon MP3 download service. Um, I don't know. Well, but that's like Amazon. I mean, I don't consider that a. Ser- I mean, you're talking about a place to buy things. That's like saying, you know, if a competitor to Walmart, like when Myers came to town, it's like I don't. Why, why do we need all these mega stores? I mean, it's <laughs> okay. like don't go to them. Sure, you're crazy, I know. crazy man. But when they have amazing <laughs> deals, you got to go to Walmart. It's you just have to. Because very rarely do Jim and I uh, Gemini. have this kind. Of- Stop that! <laughs> I have to say, I missed it twice last week when you said it, so oh, I gotta you make gotta up get your for digs it. On. Very rarely do me and Jim have <laughs> uh, profound go. philosophical differences, and this is one of them because it's like I was like, "There's more choice." It's not now. If every time I start up Chrome, it's like, "Have you tried our new store? Here, try our new store. We're gonna <laughs> load the front page of the new store, whether you like it or not, fucker." Um, there's one. Uh, then I would be pissed. But since I didn't even wasn't aware of the existence of the store. And it was tied into Chrome. I'm like, that's cool. Google wants to put something out there that I don't know about. That's fun. I guess. Just like Google Wave. <laughs> I guess. I'm just, uh, yeah. There's a bad taste in my mouth after all the the branching of the music stores I've seen. You know what leaves a bad taste in my mouth? Uh, Jack Daniels after I got used to Johnny Walker. <laughs> yeah. Eh, yeah, Johnny's pretty good. 
Uh, anyway, you got anything else before we move on to the State of the Geek? Uh, I thought you had something you want to talk about with the Xbox. The Kinect. Uh, yeah, but that's a meaty topic. Is it really? Maybe not. Uh, I didn't think it was that meaty, but <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well. we're about to see how uh, meaty Xbox it is. cease and desisted a company that was going to sell a can there no they're going to refuse the license uh, a game that is a sex game that works with Microsoft Connect. Tell, okay, describe to me because I have no idea what you're talking about. What is a quote unquote sex game? It was going to be a 3D sex simulator where your body movements translated into on-screen avatars. So you could, like, grab boobs. And- yeah. They're going to sell an official Fleshlight model with it. <laughs> and that's not actually true, but would probably be cool. Um, but and what I thought, especially Odious's, was Xbox's statement that they are, they are committed to family-friendly entertainment. I'm like, Really? Really, really, Gears of Call, War, Call of Duty, Black Ops. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's like th- this is why America is so screwed up. Uh, the guy game, if anybody's ever heard of that. Well, I mean, this is why America is so screwed up. You can kill as many people as you want, but don't mm. show boobies. Yeah. yeah, don't get into any kind of you know a healthy sexual expression or unhealthy for that. You know, <laughs> yeah, you don't can, have any. Sexual you can play as Hitman, a serial killer, mm-hmm. but yeah. you better not actually you know. Having uh, on-screen enjoyment of sex. There's yeah. a hot coffee. Ugh. <laughs> you know what happens to hot coffee? Spill it in your crotch and sue McDonald's for millions of dollars in this country. I I just, it's just crazy. I, so I thought it was stupid, number one. Why does Microsoft care? If someone wants to make a rated, you know, a, a NC-17 game... Mm. Or adult the AO game, which I've never actually even seen one. No, no. They already not. have a pretty tough road to hoe because, or road to hoe rather, because uh, Walmart's not going to carry that shit. Yeah, retailers. Best not. Buy is not going to touch that shit. GameStop's not going to touch that shit. So you're talking about some kind of online only Adam and Eve, you know? Yeah, you're looking at viral marketing if you're going to sell any copies. Uh, make sure you wear a condom. We've got viral marketing out there. <laughs> yeah, in your sex games. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't see anything wrong with it. In fact, like, I <laughs> was thinking... Microsoft's latest sex game goes viral. You know, I'm thinking of, like, our, our old friend Orpher. Yeah. Who yeah. has uh, a libido and mind of a 13-year-old. Sure. Because uh, the poor guy has got a mental disability. And he really craves pussy. He wants it night and day. Wait, wait, wait. You're you're saying this as if it's exclusive to him. No, I'm just saying that, like, why... What's wrong with having a, you know, really high-fidelity sex game with the Microsoft Connect? I think it sounds like an awesome idea for people that, for whatever reason, you know, dating's hard. Uh, uh, I, to You know, I, why, why does Microsoft care? The fact that they're pitching themselves know. as family-friendly entertainment I thought was offensive and false. What, what does... I mean, what enjoyment do you get out of humping at your camera? Like, <laughs> well, if you're naked that... with a lubed hand, I'm just saying it's better than not having the camera and wait, plasma wait. screen representation there. But that's what there. internet porn is for, man. Yeah, but there's a lot of people to get off in those games. The I mean, interaction? Like the that... uh, virtual Valerie, which came out like in the aughts, the he's early gonna, aughts. He's going to run down his collection real quick. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying that like the Japanese have definitely blazed a trail, and there's a lot of this, you know, 3D point of view, like first person FPS, first person sex games <laughs> on the market. Now you're talking about being able to like add to it to where when you're thrusting the hips, it actually translates on screen without the tactile feedback of like you provide the tactile know, feedback, but, moron. But what the. That's the exact same thing as just doing it without okay, the game. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to spell it out to you. You say, Like, what if the game is telling porn? me to do something I don't like? Well, then you don't play that level. <laughs> what if it's a mission? It's usually... Like, I don't what think if I have to work... go in and hump Fidel Castro? <laughs> I don't think it works that way. I do not think it works that way. Dude, call of booty. You're going to have to go in. You're going to have to hump <laughs> Fidel and Russian get the dude. fuck out. Oh, wait. That's three. We're over a limit. we got to be good the rest of the cast. <laughs> All right. Well, you can't. When you're talking about sex games, yeah, the Fs are going to Yes. For the rest of this segment, we've got unlimited F-word usage. Uh, does, it come, does it come with a cigar? Mode. Because <laughs> when, you, when you encounter Fidel... No, the only be, way. No, that'd be a Bill Clinton level. If you've got it's the both. cigar, it's either, yeah. Oh, so it's, com- it's a skin pack. For gotcha, it. gotcha. Socialists of all stripes. Ooh, got political. Jeez. Um. So yeah, I just I don't know. I thought it was pretty crazy that uh, they're going to. The only way that you can make a sex game on the Xbox is illegally. It does need a flashlight attachment, though. If it could tell, like, how, how fast you were I'm telling thrusting. you, okay, $100, bundle this up, go contact the flashlight people, yep. get a custom-made thing uh, where it's, like, pressure-sensitive. It can tell... I mean, I guess you don't need that because the camera provides all the resolution of how well you're stroking there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, I'm telling you, this could, this could be big. This could be <laughs> huge. And then Microsoft's going to put, like, a... A secret back door in no. there and upload all your videos to YouTube. No, achievements. Achievements. That's Sexual all you need, man. Yes. Sex then, achievements. Then you could, like, you know, print that out or put it on, like, your signature so the ladies know. <laughs> you go on your online dating site to so have a link to your gaming you can, profile. You like, unlock the Kama Sutra. <laughs> Yeah. Done the lotus position. You unlock the, the uh, you know, no, no one-minute man achievement. <laughs> You can have like the uh, five minute endurance. Yeah, it brings a whole new meaning to an endurance. endurance run. Yeah, man, or a speed run. You don't want to be doing the speed runs. Tell me, me. That's, tell me, tell me that that wouldn't that wouldn't be hot. You're right. Probably a lot of people would play that. Microsoft can make a lot of money on that. And you know, like guys like uh, Psycho Nuts, they would be like posting their high score and be like, "Beat it, bitches! Yeah, beat it! Literally, beat it!" <laughs> uh, I don't know. I okay. Just it was speaking crazy. of beating it, we beat that subject into the ground. All right. Let's move on. Our uh, uh, F-word exemption. We didn't even take it. You know, we unlocked the God mode, and we didn't even use it. Didn't need it. We beat We beat that segment without it. What are you talking about? The unlimited swearing. We unlocked the F-bomb code. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. <sighs> God. State of the Geek, man. This is your topic. State you, of the you Geek. You want to talk about uh, this? Yeah. So, uh, where are we? The year 2010. Uh, I'd say that this year has seen the most dramatic rise of geek geek acceptance that i've uh, ever seen in my personal history we got a hit sitcom that's actually respectfully uses the geek source um which is big bang theory mm-hmm. i know you kind of felt one way about it and come around i, I think they, yeah at the beginning i i thought it was a cheap ploy to uh appeal to geeks but i think they are pretty respectful of the source material in their audience yeah. and and it's gotten widespread i mean i don't know how many people at work has been like oh i love the uh uh, I really love the Big Bang Theory, and having Will Wheaton in it actually yes, gives that a raises lot of geek profile cred. a huge. Um, sure. The fact that Geek uh, Will Wheaton is kind of busting out as a, a fairly mainstream 
celeb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Felicia Day is doing as well. I mean, the success of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog mm-hmm. um, with basically net talent um, has been a boon. And the thing where I feel like we really made it is I was at my dentist office. And he, they had a uh, video game magazine. I can't remember which one it was, like Electronic Gaming Monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a, a issue of Wired side by side with the Sports Illustrateds and the Woman's World <laughs> and the Us magazines. Nice. And I'm like, okay, we are now in the dentist office. We're in the doctor's office. We, the eagle has landed. We've made it. But I do see a dark side. Not just like I, I do too. Yeah. Like 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 one point. Um, I'm, I'm, I think you. I'm going to let you take the second point. But the first point is, I'm really becoming aware of, as you say, the zombification. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they're just uh, the 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 now that this has become mainstream, it's just getting commercial all the hell. You can see it in the Cowboys versus Aliens. Yep. yep. They're making stuff that appeals to our lowest common denominator, and it's starting to suck. And I think it's going to eventually uh, warp around and bite us in the ass. Like, just just lazy, lazy efforts like that. And I haven't even seen the movie. I'm just saying, looking at the trailer, it's like, whoa, let's cast James Bond and uh, Han Solo and put Steven Spielberg's name up and the the dumb sons of bitches will just line up and throw us money. Yep, yep. So I don't know. I mean, it's weird because last time we talked about this, I argued with Peter about he was complaining <laughs> about sure, sure. you know and i was like why have changed it's the more there. i mean people finally recognize that sci-fi and fantasy are awesome this is how can this possibly go wrong well it's going wrong <laughs> it's starting to yeah yeah all these zombie modes and just i mean i went to a comic book store half if everything was zombies yeah they uh, got the zombie walking version dead, of man no they got walking they got zombie yeah. version of batman like the latest, the brightest day storyline in uh, DC Comics is basically all the heroes becoming zombies. Wow! I, I just—it's just crazy. I don't like. I it. mean, Marvel did that a long time ago, didn't they? Marvel Zombie series. I don't know, but they're doing it with a vengeance now because yeah. every—I mean, half of the books I saw were some kind of a cult slash, and part of this is Twilight's bullshit. <laughs> but it's like a cult, zombie, vampire, all this kind of stuff. I feel like the fan set for those two is very different, though. Like you're. When you're talking about vampires and the Twilight crowd, it is not the same crowd who's enjoying the zombie stuff. No, but the thing is, the people making this shit, this green lighting, this don't know. They don't know. So sure. they're going to make something that turns off both. And that's the thing. like These mashups. I, I really enjoyed the amount of attention that geeks were getting um, up until maybe even as recent as a year ago. Maybe even as recent as Dr. Horrible. I think Dr. Horrible did a lot. Um, and Firefly. Like, the popularity of these things... Yeah actually got it into the minds of the people in the upper echelons that don't know anything about it, that geek is popular now. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess I I like to see more material in science fiction and fantasy, but I didn't uh, anticipate the precipitous drop in quality that I'm seeing. That, like, they really feel like, well, we'll just be able to shove. They don't understand what makes it popular in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because they're not part of that crowd. They're not geeks. And the part of it is, like, you know, we, in, the, in, the nine, in the late 90s, early 2000s, is this mashup culture where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to, uh, you know, that one DJ was Danger Mouse. Yeah. We're going to take Black Jay-Z and, and the Beatles and make it awesome. We're going to do all this mixing. And it was. Mm-hmm. But then you got people that are talentless hacks doing (laughs) these mashups like mashups are big and aliens are big and cowboys are big let's just put it all together and it's just turning into something that's wrong and i think it's going to turn it's actually going to put us back several years 
I totally agree. And I, I think a lot of it actually is coming from within the geek community um, yeah. as far as our general attitudes. I think geek has kind of shifted so much into the mainstream right. that we're starting to become, no joke, we're starting to become the jocks mm-hmm. of this era. We're starting to become the assholes who are telling everyone else that they suck right. because we have this popular vote of confidence right, right. now. And, and and that is something that we desperately need to avoid if we don't want to become exactly what we hated 20 years ago. Right. Like, for example, I mean, I mean, there's obvious stuff that's always been a problem, like the Xbox fanboys versus PlayStation fanboys, yes. which are the same so. generationally as Nintendo versus Sega fanboys. <laughs> sure. It's like I see these retards fighting these fights, and mm-hmm. I just think, like, my God, our people, to quote uh, Jerry Hol- uh, Holcomb, are a fractious lot. I mean, we mm-hmm. just do not get along. And we have these personal opinions that we raise to, like, religious significance. And here's the thing. These opinions are not based in any way on factual reality. They right. are based on the context of your experience. Right. They are based on which console can I afford to buy? Which console right. did my parents get me? Right. Um, the reason I was could be, like described as a nintendo fanboy when i was a kid is because that's the system i had Same now here. my cousins had all the sega systems i went and i played them and i loved them right but and i never to it well i never gave anybody shit about a sega system uh, i see, just I, I just said how great <laughs> nintendo was I, right. I wouldn't put down the other i would i would be a proponent for the nintendo system see i did have blood on my hands because in <laughs> okay. school it was an art you know like you said i couldn't afford both Mm. My parents were going to buy me both. Exactly. So I had to make myself believe that the other guys sucked because I couldn't play Sonic mm-hmm. if I wanted to. So Mario was the fucking sh- shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, we had to talk ourselves into that so we didn't get you know basically jealous. Yeah. Sure. Of of the, what the other guy had, and as a way to kind of like you know make peace with the fact that you couldn't have both. So yeah, it's like, but I now think, that as an adult, what I get, I guess yeah. I don't understand is grown men like the ones. Exactly, I was going to say it's mostly the the kids of the generation that's current that are keeping that right. sort of flame alive. But that, we we've got blood on our hands. For example, we've bagged on anime. There's a lot of people that are geeky sure. and way in anime. I, I just and, have no interest in it. I no, but we make fun of them, and I've got to say that like I know there's probably examples of my entertainment, but for some like you love zombies, sure. Some of the worst zombie flicks are no better than some of the, you know, like plot wise and silliness and stu- Dude, stupid I, I feel as, like that, as anime. I feel like that is part of the zombie culture, which I now, as you're, as you're saying this, I can understand where maybe anime people feel the same way. Exactly. This weirdness, this quirkiness, these things that it. I see as faults and as flaws in the medium, they love. That's the part that gets them excited about it. So, so I guess we're we're gonna say is 2011. The watchword is you know Will Wheaton's "Don't be a dick" and tolerance. Um, I saw I, this, I, yeah I, I okay go ahead. I saw this awesome T-shirt that I want to buy on shirt.woot.com. Uh-huh. It says it's the classic bumper sticker. It says coexistence where. And the original bumper uh, sticker yeah. is spelled with all like the you know the crescent religious symbols of the Muslims and the cross and the, uh-huh. they they they've had this coexist spelled out with all the world's religions. 
symbols as the shapes. Well, this coexist has like the Mac off symbol and the Windows mm-hmm. symbol and the Xbox and the PS3 and and Apple. All this stuff is laid out to spell out coexist, and yeah, that cool. perfectly expresses uh, my viewpoint here. It's like, you know, the fact being a geek is as I put posited in the first episode of Blue Yonder, episode one, is just being enthusiastic. In kind of like a detailed way about something, which is why I don't care if someone says they're a fitness geek or a camping geek, as long as they're really into it and really into the details and are like are overboard. Like an average adult would be like, "Whoa, you're really into camping, dude!" Fine, call yourself a geek. So let's like not hate on it. You know, if you want to be anime geek, a fantasy geek, band fag, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing about Wheaton's "Don't be a dick" phrase. I get it, and I like it, mm-hmm. um, and I understand where he's coming from with it. We need to coexist. We need to understand each other. But I think it's still exclusive. I think really because we should love the dicks. That's the missing link. We should embrace the dicks. No, we should embrace the people who are not geeks. I mean, he's saying oh. geeks come together. We don't need to be an exclusive group anymore. Like we we have got this popularity. I think people can now understand a little bit better where we're coming from. Right. If we start, if we continue to be an exclusive group and be dicks, we're going to turn into people hipsters. outside of the group. Exactly. And you we're going to be, be the people hipster. that everyone despises. Yeah, you don't want to be hipsters. So I I think we need to take that don't be a dick and apply it not only to ourselves within the geek circles but also to everyone else. But it's kind of a because struggle. Because here's the thing: like when I when I moved in with Aaron six months ago. I was one of those people who was like, fuck sports. Sorry, there's five. I think that's one. We're up like 10. We're going to set the high score. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I said, we screw sports. <laughs> yeah. I, I want no part of it. I think it's stupid. People who do it are lame. People who watch football all the time are wasting their time. It's it's pointless. And after six months of, at first, being forced to watch football games because <laughs> they're on a, Sunday, dude. They're on Sunday, and he must be watching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I came to at least, if not if not enjoy it, at least appreciate why he enjoys it. And I think we need to start taking that onto a more broad scale. Stop being exclusive. Be inclusive of everyone. But it's tough because the when you stare into the hipster abyss, the hipster <laughs> abyss stares back at you. Because we're just basically sure. saying that when pop culture mainstream gets a hold of it, it becomes offensive because they whore up what you love about the source material. They do, yeah. And, like, that's what a hipster would say if you talk about, like, you know, indie rock or whatever. They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, do you like that now? Oh, God. You know, and I kind of see where they're coming from. I think they're being, again, dicks about it and being... Yeah, that's the thing. They're being dicks. But, you know, it's like if, if you hate something just because it's becoming popular, it's like I kind of see that point. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, yeah, you're right. I mean, the the way to succeed as a populist is not to then withdraw and, you know, go back to the caves of something even more crazy and exclusive. Yeah. Um, or call the people that are succeeding sellouts. Um, it's to, you know, continue to work and educate. Exactly. There, you know, there you, is a journey to being what we as geeks would consider a geek. And people who are just beginning that journey are at least on that journey. They're not... Right. They're not there to our level yet, perhaps. Right. But at some point, we took that journey ourselves. Right. And we need to understand that and not not be so exclusive. 
Yeah, I mean, if somebody you know uh, really likes the zombie mode of Battlefield or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, introduce them to The Walking Dead. Introduce exactly. them to the you know, zombie source material. If you're passionate about something and you're seeing your friends and family offend you by their bourgeoisie viewing habits or entertainment habits and didn't try to educate them yeah say oh that's cool i didn't know you were into this check this out because this this is is a really good version of that as well this is the source yeah this is where it all started you're drinking right from the the main output stream yeah so that i mean that's my basically my entire stance on state of the geek this year is let's just be more inclusive not apply don't be a dick only to our inner circles but to everyone yeah let's let's bring don't be a dick outside of packs and into the real world i agree all right so the other thing we talk about when we're talking when we're talking about the end of the year and looking forward is new year's resolutions um i don't really have a lot of geeky ones i guess one of them one and a half ones are geeky huh. you want to take i got three resolutions how many you got I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, okay, I'm gonna give one, that's and you give two. two. That's that's one every two months. Wow. See, I'm gonna go. The, <laughs> mine are holistic; they're year long resolutions. Oh, so, I see. So, like, I'm gonna give one, and then you give two of yours. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, first off, I'm giving up caffeine, and I've already I- cut out all energy drinks, all energy shots. Um, I'm just down to basically drinking Diet Coke at work, and yep. I gotta say, and injecting speed. And injecting, I've gone to heroin, <laughs> and I gotta say, the first three weeks were kind of rough, and then when that heroin took in, yeah, uh, didn't miss it. Uh, but you know, I had the the headaches were about a weekend, but the grogginess lasted two weeks or so, and kind of like it felt like you know that day, the first day after the, the clock spring forward. And your body's like, oh, yeah. my God, I'm getting up an hour early all the time. But eventually it goes Why away. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what giving up caffeine was like. And and now I'm drinking. I've probably gone from 800 to 1,000 milligrams a day to, like, 200 milligrams. And as of the new year, I'm going to give it all up. Um, the only caveat is... Oh, oh uh, he's faltering already. Well, no, 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 because I gave... I'm not going to do... Caffeine's not going to be a daily habit for me. Okay. What's going to be is, like, say I'm going to go uh, to a club on Friday night, and I know I'm going to be up till 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm going to slam a Jaeger bomb or get some caffeine in me. Or if, to a land party. As if I got a land party, yep. If you're going to land it up, you need some caffeine to, the, the, you know, party strong. If mm-hmm. I have a deadline at work that I need to hit and I need to, you know, be up and functional or I got to power through a 2 a.m. time, yep. um, I'm going to take some caffeine then. But I think that then I'll actually get the jolt and the benefit of the drug rather than becoming depending on it, as we talked about, just from feeling bad. Yeah. And part of that uh, resolution is I live five minutes from work. Mm-hmm. While that's still true, I'm going to start like at 2 o'clock if I feel sleepy because I, I usually work through lunches. Like nine out of ten times I work through lunch. If I feel sleepy, I'm going to go home and sleep for 30 minutes and come back to work. <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm going to get European on my job's ass. <laughs> I want to take siestas. You should go to uh the 2 hours of sleeping a day or whatever it is or 20 minutes every few hours. The cat nap, the Thomas Edison cat nap. Yeah. There's actually uh this guy named Tim Ferriss, I think is his name, wrote a book um called 4 hour body, which is something that I just bought I haven't read it yet. Dude, yeah. Um, and he talks about a whole bunch of ways to hack your body. Mm-hmm. Uh and that sleeping system is one of them. Um, there's another one on how to like build muscle and drop weight, like massive amounts of muscle in a month. Um, it just seems so, like, unrealistic. It does I seem, can't wait to see what you think of it. I, I'm it excited works. to read about it at least because right. I've done a lot of research. Like I, I got into fitness really hardcore for a while. 
Um, so I've done a lot of research, and I know a little bit about the subject, and I want to see what things he's bringing to the table. Right. Uh, but the the sleeping thing, I, I mean, I keep seeing the image of Kramer trying this in Seinfeld. <laughs> like, every time someone mentions, oh, you can sleep 20 minutes every few hours, yeah, I saw Kramer do that, and he ended up in the in, in whatever New York River that is. In right. the right. Yeah. So I... <laughs> I don't know. I think that what I'd like to try is the 28-hour day, which is that basically oh, means yeah, yeah. you live like there's only six days of the week and they're 28 hours long. But with and a real job, you can't do that. No, dude. There's one variant where you basically are in sync with the work week for five whole days. Now, during no. the weekend, you, you are... have like a 35-hour day? What? No, 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 no. During the weekend, you are asleep during the work day. But it, the way it works out is the you're... You know, you might be about to go to bed after work, or you might be just getting up before you go to work, but you are actually awake during the working. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like some hippie was like, man, I don't have a job. I could do 28 hours a day. I wouldn't have to sleep. Well, and then he got a job, and he's like, how do I adapt this to my job, <laughs> man? He went Jeff Bridges on you. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, like, whatever. Um, I don't know, because I feel like that my body's on a 25-hour clock. Like, if I okay. go out to Pacific, uh, like, when I go to PAX Prime or I go to visit my family in California, hmm. I feel like – I feel great. I feel like a normal person. I'm going to bed at, like, 10 o'clock. I'm waking up with no alarm at 6 – between 6 and 7, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is how I should live. And then by the end of the week, I'm back to going to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning and waking up at 10 or 11. Yeah. And I think it's because I literally am on – my body's on a 25-hour clock. If I was a rich man, I would – Every you week, lose an hour every day. Every week, I would I would head west, a time zone, <laughs> and I would have an apartment or a hotel there. And then, as soon as I adapted, I'd head west. I just do that year round, like twice a year. I would go all the way around the world. You'd literally be traveling back in time. Yeah, you would be younger than the rest of I us. I think by the time I died, I'd be fifteen days younger than <laughs> my contemporaries. Probably. Yeah. All right, resolution number one for you. Resolution number one, um, along the lines of the four hour body, I am going to read. At least 10 books this year. I am notoriously bad at reading books. Not that I can't read. I can You're read. subliterate. Come on. I, I am so. No. Sometimes uh, when we're playing PS3, you ask me to read the menu. Uh, uh, no, I just don't read. Like the only thing I read, and I read voraciously on the internet. Yeah. But I just don't read full length books ever. Mm, and I do. I'm a huge reader. I've, I've brought myself to read very few books. In the last year, I think I've maybe read two. I want to bring that number up to ten. Um, I've got that four-hour body to read. I've also got um, Stephen Hawking's new book, The Grand Design, which I really want to get to. Yeah, I'd like had to that borrow that months. after, too. Yeah. Um, How about and LeVar I'm sure Burton's? there's like a ton of classics I could get. LeVar Burton's got that book out. Rainbow Reading? No, it's called Aftermath. <laughs> That's like a, it's like a, a are, are you? I can't tell if you're serious. No, or I'm not. dead serious. I actually borrowed from a library. Doesn't get around to reading it. it was, it's an apocalyptic book. It's called it's Aftermath. A, it's a fic, uh, okay. A work of fiction. No, it's true life. No, no, it's no, his no, no. Real experience. I just with, don't expect Levar Burton to be writing fiction for some reason. I'm telling like, you. I, I understand that he reads a lot of books, the but I would have thought he would have written no. a biography or something. No, uh, uh-uh. no, Aftermath. How I shed the visor. <laughs> <laughs> and learn to love the bomb. <laughs> I am not Jordy. Along the lines of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a good goal. Yeah, so I'm going to release 10 books. So. Uh, goal number two for me. No, for me. Remember, I do two. Oh, that's right. Two one. for you. Two to, two to one. Twice. Um, this year, 
the very very similar goal. I am going to complete NaNoWriMo. If I have to write yep. fifty thousand times, like I'm writing it on a chalkboard at school, yep. Yep. Uh, I will not punch my student, my fellow students. I will gonna, get fifty thousand words out of that. I'm going to try it again this year too. And I think the problem is I'm going to actually work out and outline my entire novel yes. so I don't have stoppers. So when I sit that's down to write, idea. I've got I've got some character back because I guess that's the key to success. If you got some character notes and an outline, which is acceptable, mm-hmm. where you've got all the major plot points, I think I could just sit down and write. Because when I sat down and I, I my novel, I had like a lot of things in mind, and yeah. while I was writing those things were concrete in my mind, I had no problem keeping up. Yeah. With the daily dose of 1,700 words or whatever. It's when I had to think, and I, I kept on, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to power through. But but you end up writing nonsense. Yeah, because you're and, like... And that's kind of the point. I mean, yeah. they want you to just get through the writing process and then go back and edit later. Because outside of a few key set pieces in the novel, I'm like, a lot of this is connective tissue. It's like yes. the, the dialogue and characters he'd be dealing with now are dependent on how I got him out of the last scene. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like that. Um, and I, this year it just kind of snuck up on me. Like it was November yeah. before I even knew it. I and think I October that, 30th, I was like, Oh shit, November's coming up. Yeah. And I, I, had that, I had that big conference in Texas, which I thought yes, last that- <laughs> year was actually really a lot of dead time. And I thought it was uh-huh. going to be a boon. This year was busy. Like mm-hmm. I w- was pimped the whole time. So I wish I had kept it going at the beginning of the month. Cause towards the end of the month, I actually got sick for like two weeks Yeah, and that would have been prime time. To yeah. Write. I ended up getting 12,000 words. I ended up getting a few thousand. Really? Quit, yeah. So. So, okay, that's my number two. Uh, number two for me uh, is I'm going to lose 25 pounds. Nice. Um, I have lost 50 pounds in the last two, three years, and I've been plateaued for the last, like, eight months. Where I haven't gained, I haven't lost. And I think it's time, because I was trying to work out and do all this stuff. I don't think I can do th- two things at once. I can maintain a reasonable level of exercise mm-hmm. and and eat right, or I can try to gain muscle mass and get in like good cardio shape and eat like a horse. <laughs> and I think what I need okay. to do is just trim down and then work on you know the cardio and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's I, very difficult to trim down and build muscle and not eat correctly. Like. I am going to try to get during the summer to where I can run 5Ks without any problem because I feel mm-hmm. that's reasonable cardio shape, but I definitely <laughs> want to uh I want to get to the point where I'm down to the what I weighed when I was 21. So I'm going for that and and part of the resolution is if I do, uh I actually have a tattoo planned. Oh. First tattoo. It's on his ass. Yeah. It says Exit only. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, resolution number three and four for you, Jim. Three and four for me. Um, resolution number three is get a working alpha version of at least one project this year. Good. We have Good got call. tons of projects that we're always cooking up, and they never get beyond a, a, a launch phase. They never get into the secondary launch phase. They, like, they get, get the alpha. They get the pre-alpha. Yeah, I, like – they get into whiteboard scribblings yeah. and a few lines of code, and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I want to take one of these projects and at least get it into something workable that could be useful to someone. Yeah. Um, now I'm not going to talk about specific projects because we we have some of the works, but right. um, I want to get one of those out out the door to add to an alpha stage at least. Good call. On the other hand, we've been rolling the ball move. We, we have. Bald Move is something. Uh, we actually just decided, hey, let's start this podcast. It wasn't yep. 
premeditated. Nope. We didn't have really any plan. We recorded episode one after it was one of those one of those twenty four hour gaming fests where we're sitting around the table just cracking ourselves up. We're like, you know, we should record this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we did, and we've been going strong for forty plus weeks. So happy with it. Take that personal arrogance. <laughs> episode or episode, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> New Year's resolution number four for me is uh i'm kind of grouping these together is also to finish at least one of our video projects Ooh, because we have some awesome videos i wish i'd thought in this terms for new year's resolutions because i was thinking big stuff and you actually i liked the you know small cheap you can almost like i could do six of these things in a year like every other month yeah whereas mine's like a year-long commitment Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i find that anything i try to commit to very long term doesn't succeed i have to break it down into very small steps and commit to those smaller steps good call good call so that's what i'm doing okay uh number three for you number three for me is i'm not going to leave work until (laughs) ever until they bring down the wall until my (laughs) inbox is empty Oh, nice. Personal and professional, because what I've found is I get so much email. I'm going to start spamming your ass. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I get so much email that that's kind of, and some of it is like a gray area where I need to monitor but not maybe act on mm-hmm. that I get nervous to delete it, and it's not also goes to my follow-up. I'm going to be ruthless. Uh, at the end of the day, every one of the messages is either getting deleted or put it into my follow-up folder. And I want to get proactive. I actually created this group that succeeded quite a bit a month ago. I call it, it's not spam, it's tuna. <laughs> it's like all these mailing lists that like sometimes I like to look at if I get time or mm-hmm. like it's uh, an advertisement from a vendor that I really like working with, like Amazon deals or something like that. Like but I don't, geek. but it's stuff that comes every day. And I, so uh, I, I actually flag this stuff and it goes to a special folder called tuna. So, like, say I'm going to, um, you know, Joseph, uh, Joseph A. Banks, and, I, um, and I'm wanting to buy some shirts. I can actually go through my tuna and search for Joseph A. Banks and see the last flyer that they sent me. Huh. Or if I'm going to go to Amazon, yeah. same thing. So it's like this is not spam. It's tuna. It's one step above spam. But I'm going to every. I'm not going to leave work until my inbox reads zero messages. They're either been filed, followed up, or deleted. I like it. And I'm going to start off by declaring email bankruptcy. Just delete. I've actually caught up before I went on Christmas break. I I caught up the last three weeks of follow-up, and I figure, well, if something's out past three weeks, they'll either, you know, ask me again or it's not that important. (laughs) And I'm going to take all the stuff from before, and I'm going to create a folder called email bankruptcy and drag it all to that. Yeah. And then I'm going to start off, because you got to start off clean. I had, like, several thousand messages. See, and this is why we named the site what we named it. This is a bald move. That's a bald move, right? The email bankruptcy is not something many people are willing to declare. And I'm not going to, like, some people are pussies about it and they, like, send the message to everybody. I'm just going to do a cold, uh, <laughs> not release private email bankruptcy. Wow. Hard I told reboot. my boss what I was considering and he's like, he, he, he liked the logic of it. Wow. So, and I'm going to start uh, in the new year the getting the things done philosophy for the inbox where it's, it's, my inbox is empty and stuff is either followed up or. You know, uh, what do you call that word when you delegate? When you del- it's, either, <laughs> it's either followed up, delegated, or deleted. What do you call that word when you delete Del- something? Yeah, deleted. Yeah. That's D- right. It's derez, right? <laughs> That's what Tron yeah. says. It's derez. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm derez your email. Um, uh, resolutions five and six, Jim. Resolutions five and six. My <laughs> resolution number five. It is 2011 coming up. Invent the flying car. 
We're 11 years <laughs> into the new millennium. I want my hover car. I will buy a hover car next year. You know, you can have those for like $3,500. I will buy one. The kit ones. That would be pretty righteous. We can go to my granddad's lake and drive it on 30, it. $3,500 is not out of my budget. I, no. I could afford to buy a hover car, and Hell I will. No. End of the year, I'm buying a hover car. We should build it. We Just tried hit me, your brother, and I yeah, actually tried to idiots. build a hovercraft out of a freaking leaf blower, <laughs> a leaf blower. Oh, God. Hey, man, the internet says this shit works. It will work, but <laughs> you probably for Evan, you'd need at least three or four. I mean, I'm a robust. <laughs> no, man. we we had Daniel sit on it. It wasn't like we were trying to heft okay. Evan up off the ground. But you needed more than one, and I think you're also your skirt sucked. It's all it about did. the skirt. It, you got it. You have to contain the air, otherwise. If you're going to buy one thing, I would buy because they may have pre-made skirts like for a different rubber, sizes. I would the buy nice, yeah. thick. Yeah, yeah. You need the because that's the key. That's what lets you float in the cushion of air. The skirt. Yeah, we were trying to use this canvas thing that we cut and stapled, <laughs> and it, it was bad news. I I actually when I heard my brother talk about this because I'm big on like I've built spud guns. I've mm-hmm. Uh, homemade explosives. <laughs> I've done a lot of MacGyvering in my day. Sure. However, when I took a look Had at what mullet. he was trying to do, I'm like, no, that's not going to do the whole the whatever. The internet yeah. told us otherwise, man. Well, you could have like I just I just when I saw what you're making a skirt out of because it was like out of like uh, it was canvas. It was like. See, that's a god-awful material. He actually should have said you're building out of tractor inner tubes, which I thought actually had some merit. I just didn't think you guys had the craftsmanship oh. to pull it off. No, 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 no. Yeah. We, went, Canvases. we went way cheaper than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so out of, like, burlap sack, they're trying to make a <laughs> pressure We took potato seal. sacks, and we cut them yeah. in half. and Dipped them in tar. <laughs> What's the problem? What's wrong? Uh, resolution number six is to not die. I will not die next year. <laughs> well, here, let's cheers to that. I can't. I'm out of drink. That well, means I'm probably going to die. Okay, well, there anyway. <laughs> to not dying. To undeath. <laughs> or I will become a zombie. I thought Is you, that technically death? I thought you had another resolution maybe we ought to talk off the air on. A certain goal, a number. <laughs> You're try let's to not beat, talk about that. you to beat my high score? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No. no, I'd have to be in much better shape for that. <laughs> How many uh, thrusts can you get in 60 seconds on the sex box? On the connect? sex box 360. <laughs> sex box. Wow. Yeah. Sip of the cap, Jim. My, That's a good one. Dude, I've heard that so many places. Oh, really? That is not uh, a Jim Jones original. You should claim it. I wouldn't ever. I claim it. That's totally original. Awesome. Just like I made at MoFo back in the summer of 88. <laughs> Unfortunately, he was talking about uh, wanting more... More food. Food. Mofo! I want some mofo! Yeah. I want some mofo right now. This cast is standing between me and a Chinese buffet. <laughs> it needs to be destroyed. That's a, it must be a strong cast. <laughs> I'd want to wrestle to the ground and give it a nurple. Purple nurple. <laughs> Um, okay, well then let's move into the two minute hate, shall we? Yeah, I, I resolve to firmly hate personal arrogance because they're they're pussying out. I gotta say, I don't want to get misogynist because yeah, I know we, I think women would most women all women would have more metal than these guys. These are like little children, and we we kind of suspected that at the beginning. We did. There was there they was were boys. Of, yeah, you know they're 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 not they're not firm in their convictions. They apparently believe in God. They don't have true grit. (laughs) Peter believes in God, too, so I can't make that like a universal bald move. But, you know, there's there's a little weakness there. Do they believe in God? I thought they say God bless America for the lols. No, I don't know. uh, Their whole speech on the war was something like Churchill would have quoted. Like, you know, with our faith faith in Jesus Christ, our personal Savior. 
They talked about Jerry I thought they, Falwell. They actually did a Churchill they quote talked at about, one point. They talked about Pat Robertson. Like they watched the 700 Club all what? the time. <laughs> they're clearly, may, they're clearly never going to mention us in the cast again, so I can say whatever they want about us. You may That's be right. listening to another PA cast. No, no. They're like, they're all about, they're Personal all artworks. about, they're all about the 700 Club. <laughs> okay. The prayer hour, the power hour. Uh, I've heard that Jamie is actually Pat Robertson's uh, great-grandchild. Right, yeah. right. I heard Matt uh, once waited in line for three days to see the Pope. <laughs> and then the Pope turned him away. Yeah. Said it's nap time. It's exactly like what happened with me in episode one. What that's such a what? huge disappointment. I waited in uh, line. Actually, yeah. I didn't. what we waited in line for like no, what, that would four be hours. like that would be like if you waited in line for three days to see the Pope, and then he pulled out sock puppets and started giving you like, or just said, "Guess what? <laughs> Guess what, sons of bitches? There is no God. I've studied the matter. He's told me himself. Or if he had it, it's like I've never, I've never had a personal relationship with God. It's a fake. It's a sham. I, I, I don't. This is angry and ranty. I don't like this." Right. Actually, you know, we're not being we're not being inclusive. I, I I respect people of all religions. I just yeah, shame on you. I know I'm bad. I'm bad. I really I'm I'm more I'm I'm I've let my hate of personal arrogance get in the way of tolerance. All right. Well, for the next two minutes, you're allowed to. Okay. Um, we need a timer. I need a timer. And I need my cell phone because that's the the keeper of the time. The keeper of the time. <laughs> and here's the dead air. All right. Well, I also something because Peter was supposed to get with us tonight, and he's just like turn us down. You can get with this. Or you can get, get with, with that. That's, that hamster commercial messes me up <laughs> every single time I see it. Um, okay. Oh my god! Does it take that long to get a timer going? Well, I got see because I'm over at the bald tower, and I don't have my computer, so I'm going off my BlackBerry, which is also a freaking timer. Oh, Mr. Technology, gotcha. could you make me make your iPhone have a timer? No. So I could. shut up. <laughs> All right? Two iPhone minutes hate. No timer and three, two, one. Hate. Okay, we are going back to the nicknames for Seattle. Yeah, we, I cut you we off. Did, we did Rain City. You cut me off. Gateway to Alaska. Okay, Whoa. Gateway to Alaska. Congratulations. Ask Sarah Palin to show you where Russia is when you get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alaska's a gateway to Russia. Gateway to the Pacific. Uh, yeah, this one I get because when it's dreary all the time, of course some people are going to go drown themselves in the Pacific. <laughs> that just makes sense to me. And Queen City. Queen City, do I need to say oh, anymore? that's bad, guys. Queen, Queen City. City, come on. You got to get on. rid of that one. Come get on. Get rid of it. Uh, and what's this G4 uh, video army crap? I mean, you guys are a bunch of sellouts. Gotta, I mean, we, we keep it real in a single medium. It's all about the audio. It's all about the MP3. You guys are getting on video, getting sell out to G4. What kind of crap is that? Lame, lame. You know what's lamer, though? What? This whole past two days, I think, their site was down. Oh. Down. Now, if they had had a real hosting package, do you think that would have happened with a 99.9% guarantee? We might time? be lame with WordPress, but our site is up for the listener's pleasure all day, every day. Yeah, I believe so. And, well, you know, this is Christmas Day. We're not missing podcasts. We're banging this shit out. <laughs> yeah. We bang it every day. And, and what's this daily updates to Twitter and website? Oh, they've been slipping lately. Do you guys think you can, like, work your way into the, to the top? We, like, release, you know, once a week. Sometimes we get on our forums and talk to Stafa. Sometimes we don't. We're loosey-goosey, man. We're confident. We're confident in the material. Whatever. I do what I want. That's right. It's my hot body. I do what I want. Whatever. Whatever. And you know who we got? We got... 
in Indianapolis, we got David Letterman. Oh, that's we got right. Babyface. Babyface. <laughs> we got Edwards. Kurt Vonnegut. Hell yeah. Amazing author. And Michael Jackson. Yeah, what do you guys got? You got Kurt oh, Cobain. Uh, Michael Jackson. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. But Kurt Cobain, what's he famous for? Blowing his head off because Blowing Seattle's so off. depressing and sucks so bad? Yeah. Also, John Dillinger. John Dillinger. He is the man. He's the man with the footlong penis. Look it up. Oh. oh. Blue yonder, blue yonder, blue yonder. That's right. We got 12 inches of meat over you Seattle folks. That's 12 more inches than they've got at all. Documented. Documented. John Dillinger was hung. Indiana boy. He didn't Corn fed. Look it up. When he rode a horse, he rode a horse. He was the horse they rode in on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, that's it. That's the show, man. We, we don't have any listener feedback. I thought we had some stuff in the mailbag. Do we? Do we? Open up we the mailbag. To? What's our time? What's our time? I want to see. Uh, we're at 146 hours. Oh, my God. That's uh, a lot. We're at 52 minutes. All right. We got time for a mailbag. Um, we had actually, ironically, uh, Jamie uh, didn't list a city or state. Uh, it's a Gmail account. Yeah. We're going to say he's from Gmail, Arkansas. From Gmail, Arkansas. <laughs> Well, Gmail's based in Silicon Valley, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah, so, uh, so, Jamie from San Jose, California. There you go. Uh, <laughs> sunny San Jose. He, love, uh, love the weather there. He, he actually uh, said he enjoyed our bald or our badass uh, roundup mm-hmm. and wanted to know what we thought that we didn't mention it of the trailer for the new Liam Nielsen film uh, Unknown. Oh, yeah, which we just saw today with True Grit. Right, we did. Um, wanted to know what kind of badass potential. And I got to say, Jamie. Um, I'm not sure how badass it is because obviously Liam Nielsen and Taken was pretty badass. He was pretty badass. Going after the guys that kidnapped his daughter for the sex trade. You can't mm-hmm. let that stand. And he's a robust individual. He's like six foot four. He's got hands the size of boulders, ham, yep. ham fists. He definitely has a, a, one of the C's on character. He's got definitely. Um, uh, but I gotta say, I'm getting more of a fugitive vibe from this film. <laughs> He's a doctor that's okay. been accused of something, and he's Chasing trying to clear his name. Man. And he's got yeah, and then and the fugitive, while a very good movie, mm-hmm. is not badass. He spent most of the movie running away and doing internet searches. And I would argue that there are no badasses in it. Tommy Lee Jones, I'm sorry, is not a badass. No, because again, a non badass civilian doctor put one over on him like ten <laughs> times. Yep. So. So I, I if don't he's know. He's a badass. I, he's an inept one. There was there was one thing at the very end of the trailer where he's like, "I didn't forget everything," and then he kicks that guy's ass. Yeah. So, so I wonder. So like, I if wonder if the whole possum. thing. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe he's like an agent that he was like that was his cover story before, and now there's mm-hmm. another agent. So maybe he. So it, it's too early to tell, but I'm getting a very fugitive vibe. Hmm. Good movie. Definitely okay. see it. But uh, I'm probably going to go see it opening weekend. But I don't know if it's. Uh, Real high on the badass scale. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll and, see. and Liam Nielsen didn't get high on the badass you scale. You call him Liam Nielsen. His name is Liam Neeson. I like saying Nielsen. Okay. He's he doesn't Liam do Nielsen. the ratings. With the L, Neeson is too weak. you got to have the consonant in there to give him some backbone. <laughs> gotcha. You're just fortifying his name for Yeah, him. yeah. I'm manning that name up. Okay. I could deal with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I actually gave him higher on the badass scale than you and Peter because I've yeah. seen Rob Roy. 
Which oh, that's right. We that's right. we might need to watch that tonight because we didn't finish it. All right, I'm done. It's got that. A, it's it's got a, one of the badass sword fights of all time. Uh, we should watch that in Zardoz. <laughs> that's this is sound like a good night. Yeah, some some old school badass for you. So, uh, Jamie, thanks for the note. If you've got, uh, we've got a couple more in the mailbag, but again, this is standing between me and Chinese food. Yeah. Uh, so if you do have. Uh, messages that you want to get across. So in me is all I'm saying. Some chicken in me, you know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Can I get some chicken in me. He's gonna I'm like fill, that, I'm like fill that, himself with me. I'm like the comic book nerd from Unbreakable. I gotta get some chicken, me brother. You know. I don't know. Get what out of my store about. when he's trying to kick Samuel L. Jackson a wheelchair no, out of the store. It's been ages since I've seen that. I've well, we'll add that to the rotation. Back. Okay. Sure. Unbreakable. Why not? Uh, anyway, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions or anything, email us at blueyonder@ballmove.com. Um, you can also go to our forums and suggest it there. Uh, those are at forums at ballmove.com, forums.ballmove.com. We got twitter.com slash ballmove, and Facebook's got some kind of unreadable Cthulhu language uh, URL. The best thing to do is go to ballmove.com and click on our Facebook. Um, and also go to personalarrogance.com. Spell it wrong. A R R O G. Spell it however you want. N T S. Just spell it. And you got to throw a pod bean in there, something. Yeah. Uh, and and tell them what you think about them being lily lily livered, yellow lily. yellow bellies. All right, do that. Uh, wait, we had one other thing. You, you want to talk about the contest or next week? Contest. Oh yeah. Um, for anybody who's still listening, <laughs> because we about shut the podcast down, which I hope they know by now that we never actually shut it down until Hell we no. until we sign off, until you chat. Until the music's over, yeah. Because you know, we'll, sometimes we'll throw some bonus content. We haven't been exactly. so lately because we've been so good at getting into the zone. Yeah, we're we're honing our podcast skills. Yeah, yeah. and it's paying off. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about the, that. But not, we, not for the listeners, but in the form <laughs> of our schedules, it's paying off. Right. Uh, we have. What are these called? Shawnimals here. Still in the packages. Um, they're little plush ninjas. And I think everybody's seen these around. You've seen they're these, right? Hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're they, silent, they except for they're not. Be all the well, Once the you get them out of their bag, they're silent and deadly. Totally silent. And you can throw them at people. You can uh, put them in people's chairs like whoopee cushions. Oh, yeah. Uh, they won't make noise, but no, you can put silent. them in their chair. Ninjas wouldn't, make, wouldn't be effective if they were not silent. No, uh, but I guarantee they're deadly. So Very cute. Girlfriends will love them. Hell yeah. Not that you so, have any because we're all geeks, obviously. So we are going to give these away on the show. I have a black one, an orange one, a blue one, and a green Why'd one. Why'd you got to say black? Why do you have to be black? <laughs> because the color Just of because it he's is a black. deadly assassin means he's got to be black? Uh, ninjas, racist. Ninjas wear black. Jim I don't know Jones if you've noticed. Racist. And show me a ninja who wears white, and I will show you a dead ninja. Okay. And I got a yellow <laughs> one, uh, and a blue one, and an orange one. Not, What's, not so, so this is your contest. No, What's you the don't rules? have any yellow. You've got blue, you've got green, you've got orange, and oh, you've got green. black. Oh, yeah. green. Green is pitch black bald tower. Uh, so the contest is, uh, we're we're going to... Put this up to the good graces of our listeners, to the honor system. It's a bounty? Um, there is a bounty on Facebook likes. We want you to get five people to like our Facebook page. They don't have to listen to our cast. Don't they don't even have, have to, to subscribe. They don't, have to, they don't give, have to go to our website. They don't have to give five shits about us. Nothing. Not even a shit and a half. We just want likes on Facebook. Yes. So the honor system is when you have five people, and we'll obviously know if two people like us, and you say you've got five, you're a freaking liar right so don't do that we have a 17 now don't sell it short 
No, no, no. I'm saying if we only gain two. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And they say, well, I got you five. No, you didn't. Right. Um, we gained so, four. Maybe one person quit like it. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Sure, sure. Uh, so get five of your friends or whoever. I mean, and it doesn't really matter if they're friends. Send Jim at baldmove.com an email saying no, that. Not, no, no, no. Jim Jones at baldmove.com. Is it Jim Jones? Yeah. Um, an email or Blue Yonder at baldmove.com with the five people that you added and we and, and your what mailing address? Um, well, you don't have to send your mailing address up front if you don't want to. I will verify that you gave us five likes. Oh, pussy. Um, or, hey, they're the pussies for not sending their mailing address. Yeah, up front. If you want to send it up front, go ahead. If not, just email me with your likes and uh, we'll arrange it. You know, uh, you know, Tim from North Carolina already cashed in on one of our previous contests, got the proud oh, owner yeah. of a Scott Pilgrim DVD. Yep. And he has watched it numerous times. I'm told that he, uh, big he fan. likes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the contest. I don't know about the numerous times that he did say he's a big fan. He'd seen it. I'm totally making all that up. All right. <laughs> I actually haven't just spoken with Tim at all. <laughs> awesome. And with that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I'm Aaron Hubbard. Ciao. Chinese.